Welcome to That's What She Did. This is one of your hosts, T, along with Michelle Talbert, and we're coming to you every day during the month of March to bring you these stories of inspiring everyday Wonder Women that you've probably never heard of. So grab a mimosa and buckle in. We're about to begin. Hey, T, how you doing? I'm good, Michelle. How the heck are you? I am fabulous. It is still Women's History Month 2018, so I cannot complain because we got amazing women still to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it amazing how, like, you find one woman and you start researching her and then all of a sudden the universe sends you, like, 10 more? It's crazy. Like, we have way more women than we do months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> way more. So we got to figure out what we're going to do about that. <laughs> no, well, maybe the listeners can help us out. Hi, I'm Michelle Talbert, co-host of That's What She Did. Welcome. And I'm Tejia Renee, and we are happy to have you back for another episode talking about the incredible Wonder Women that you would probably go to brunch with, but nobody ever told you about them. Right, exactly. (laughs) And thank you so much for the feedback we've been receiving. We do appreciate you giving us your feedback on the show and just sharing your great vibes. We absolutely appreciate it. You can feel free to email us if that's what she did, podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And that's really important because we've said this before, but we'll say it again, just in case this is the first episode that you're catching, that we um, are kind of testing this out, testing out this format and trying to figure out if this really brings you value. So we need to hear from you to know if we should continue doing this past Women's History Month. We don't know. So send us an email or like ping us on social media and let us know. Do we, do we want more? We have to hear from you. And drop a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And also you can leave a narrative review there as well. So we appreciate that. In addition to any stars that you may leave us, hopefully five if you do. <laughs> yes, please. And An honest you. Review, <laughs> Absolutely honest from your heart. Absolutely. So we're going to dive right in today because actually the person whose name I'm getting ready to say, a lot of folks would say, yeah, I know her name, Um, but do we really know her? And her name is Lorraine Hansberry. So I know the name, but I don't know her. Exactly. Lorraine Hansberry was born in 1930 in Chicago. And she actually, in growing up, her family moved to a white neighborhood when she was a girl. So she desegregated um, her school and was tormented as a child, being, you know, one of the only Black children in a predominantly white school. And she really felt um, ostracized and it had a really big impact on her life, this decision of her parents to move to a white part of town, um, you know, in the 1940s and 50s. And so she went on to do what most people do know her for, which is write plays and books, mm-hmm. one of which is called A Raisin in the Sun. Now, yeah. is A Raisin in the Sun, do you know, Michelle, is that still required reading in school? I mean, some schools it is. I don't know that it is in every school, but I do know we read it 
We read. I definitely read it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it probably just depends on your teacher and your mm-hmm. school district, which, you know, wouldn't surprise me. Um, but the great thing about A Raisin in the Sun was a semi-autobiographical because it's about the main character who wants to move into a white neighborhood. Right. Um, and how his family sort of reacts. They're, to, like, not down with it. <laughs> Are you crazy? Like, uh-uh. Why would we want to do that? Are you crazy? <laughs> and um, she actually went on before writing the play. She studied drama at the University of Wisconsin and painting at the Art Institute of Chicago. So she was, in addition to just being talented, she was actually, you know, um, classically trained in her arts. And so she wrote the play, and Sidney Poitier um, was in it, um, along with other actors and actresses, such as Ruby Dee, the late Ruby Dee, amazing actress. And um, I actually got to see it um, in New York, probably about 15 years ago, and Puffy was in it. Puffy played I the main character. I remember when he yeah. did that. Yeah, he actually did a really good job. Really? He I remember really that. Well. It he was when really he was, like, trying not to be, like, a rap mogul anymore. Yeah, he, he wanted to be a mogul and, you know, yeah. be in the arts and be a thespian. So, yes. Is he um, still a thespian? Um, Puffy's whatever Puffy wants to be. I think, <laughs> I think he's Brother Love now. I believe he's... Brother he's- Love? What the hell? I missed that. <laughs> What the hell is going on? I can't remember when he did that. If it was New Year's, Christmas, or Valentine's Day. At this point, I don't even remember. But I love that. He can do whatever he wants. He has earned that right. True. Um, so the the thing about A Raisin in the Sun, in addition to being an amazing story and very uh, real, something very relatable for many folks, especially middle class, quote unquote, upwardly mobile folks, um, was that it was the first play that was produced on Broadway by an African-American woman. She's a big deal. Hmm, I didn't realize play. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it is her most famous work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in 1959 that Sidney Poitier, Glenn Turman, Ruby Dee, as I mentioned, were featured in the cast. Um, and it was the longest running play by a Black uh, author up to that time and won all types of awards, um, including the musical, which was just called Raisin, in 1974, which won a Tony. Nice. Now, so again, some folks may say, well, I already know this, Michelle. Why are you telling us about a woman we already know? We already know about this accomplishment. The reason that I wanted to include Lorraine Hansberry, in addition to her having written the book, which also got produced, which is Young, Gifted, and Black, um, is that Lorraine Hansberry was part of a cadre of artists who went to speak with then Attorney General Bobby Kennedy during desegregation of the school systems across the South. Well, there's a little known fact if I ever heard one. And not only that, she actually cut him to the core with her words and was very clear that he obviously did not understand racism and that his position as the top attorney in the land, he really needed to get a better grasp on it. And it was James Baldwin, actually, who was sort of the, the, the linchpin for the meeting. Bobby Kennedy, I guess, reached out to James Baldwin because James Baldwin was an activist. Harry Belafonte, mm-hmm. amazingly, Rip Torn was there from Men in Black. A lot of people know him as X from Men in Black. Um, he's there Why probably. was he there? Because he was an actor and he cared about civil rights issues. Oh, 
Exactly. So there's so many things that we don't know, which is why we're doing that's what she did. Um, so with Lorraine Hansberry, actually, I found out um, about her part in this meeting, watching the James Baldwin sort of biopic around that time called I Am Not Your Negro, which came out mm-hmm. in the last year. Yep. Um, and I was like, what? Like, why don't we know? Again, Mm -hmm. why don't we know this stuff? Right. And, you know, we've talked in the past about other artists who say, you know, it's really important. Um, I think we've already talked about Hazel Scott by the time folks are listening to this. Yeah, I think so. Probably. (laughs) But we'll just say Hazel Scott also was another one who said, you know, as artists, we need to, we were not only artists. We are members of society Mm -hmm. as well, which again, you know, that plays into Colin Kaepernick and, and, you know, that, that woman who recently said that uh, LeBron should just shut up and dribble and, you know, speak out. Don't, but the, they're, they're people. And in fact, there are people with a much broader platform than the average Joe or Jane walking Mm -hmm. the streets. And they understand not only do they care about the issues, but they want to use their voices for that purpose. So that's really why Lorraine Hansberry is being included in episode of That's What She Did, because although she was phenomenal, and unfortunately we lost her at, at 34 years old. She died I didn't know that. from cancer, yeah. She died young. And very young, very young. 34 is like <laughs> lots of years younger than yeah. I am. Yeah, so um, there is a quote that she had that I thought was really beautiful and poignant and kind of captures how a lot of us feel, especially in our current political climate as well. I care. I admit it. I care about it all. It takes too much energy not to care. And that's from yes. To Be in Black Act Two. Yeah. So Lorraine Hansberry, y'all, um, I don't know if you guys knew that, but she was a freedom fighter. I did and, not know that. Do you know yeah. what she specifically said? To, to I, I'd have to pull it up. Um, but basically the way it worked was James Baldwin had written in his notes the way she looked at him. I was glad that she was not looking at me. <laughs> smiling. She was actually smiling when she was looking at him. But the gist of her words were, if you do not send in federal backup for these young students who are desegregating these schools, then you are really not putting a full faith and credit of the United States behind these students to protect them and to let the the states know that you're serious when it comes to issues of race and civil rights. And she said it more eloquently than I just did, but that was really what she said to Bobby Kennedy. And then she ended the meeting. She left. (laughs) I love that. I love when a woman is like, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you right. and then I'm going to drop the mic. <laughs> right. It deuces, figure it out. And they say it was after this meeting where he really had a 180 and, and got his stuff together when it, where it comes to race and issues across the South and sending in the troops. And it makes absolute sense that Lorraine Hansberry would have that reaction now that we know mm-hmm. that she herself had faced some similar treatment as a child, deep desegregating schools in Chicago because her parents wanted to live in a white neighborhood. Wow, I didn't know any of that. It reminds me a lot of Miss Mary Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Like not having the disrespect anymore and speaking truth to powerful men. Exactly. 
which is so powerful in any era, but particularly that time, I think. It was 1963. Yeah. Yeah. It was, is that's the same time that uh, Miss Mary Hamilton was exactly the exact same year that she got arrested and refused to address the, the court because they were disrespecting her. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And Lorraine Hansberry died in 1965 before her 35th birthday. Wow. She died so young. So young. It's something, you know, about the urgency of life sometimes. She accomplished so much in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's Lorraine Hansberry, y'all. Great story. I'm glad that you brought that. Yeah, she's, you know, I think people generally know who she is. If you've ever, or if they don't know who she is, they've at least heard of Raisin in the Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole backstory that we don't know about. So I do think that was an important story to tell. I'm glad that you told it. Listeners, share with us what you think about that. Absolutely. And be sure to let us know what you think of the show overall. You can hit us up on iTunes or Stitcher in the review section. And you can also email us at that's what she did podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And please, you know, continue to share us with your peeps. Yeah, absolutely. If you have any big takeaways, from any of the episodes that you hear, something that really hit home for you, please share all of that with us. We're, we're you know, we want to hear all of the stuff, word, all the things. So send to us, let us know. And that is another episode of That's What She Did. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. You just heard an episode of That's What She Did, bringing you stories of incredible women doing incredible things. Make sure you join us again tomorrow as we bring you the deets on another everyday Wonder Woman to inspire you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Oh, and make sure you share it with your friends. Spread the love. Bye.